This podcast is intended for advisors and staff at cooperators. The views and opinions expressed are those of the subjects and do not necessarily reflect the official position of cooperators. This is an Advisor Network bonus podcast. Every so often, we'll salute someone we might consider one of our Hall of Fame advisors. Today, we're going to feature former Guelph advisor Dave Bruce, who retired at the end of 2021. Dave's cooperator's journey started over 45 years ago upon graduating from the University of Guelph with a math degree. The cooperators was looking for, for somebody. I just kind of, I put my resume in here and at Manual Life, and I think it was Sun Life, there was a bunch of insurance companies. Uh, Ross Rowett, the underwriting manager of the company at CIAG at the time, interviewed me. They sent me off to a psychologist as they did a number of people just to kind of get an idea of who I was. And so then um, got hired and ended up uh, into a training program. And so Dave became an actuary. But we're not going to skip over that psychological testing thing. What did they discover about Dave? I was very clever. <laughs> and there was a, a further testing that was done later. It was something that the cooperators was doing to engage employees that they wanted to see move forward within their career, within the company. And it, it really said that for numerical and symbolic reasoning, I was probably in the 99th percentile. My verbal communications was quite a bit lower. It was probably at about the 50 to 60 percentile. I would be very good in the internal aspects of things, right? The external being more creative uh, was lacking a little bit on the creative side. Although I, I kind of challenge that today, but I would say that that probably put me right in where I thought I was and, and, and confirmed where I wanted to go. And so Dave spent the next eight years immersed in all that actuarial stuff that no one else really understands until coincidentally... Someone who didn't understand it came along and decided to change everything. And so then it ended up where I was the guy. You know, I had a group of about four uh, that reported to me as I built that up over a period of uh, those eight years. But there was a change in management. I won't name any names, but there was a fellow that came in that uh, believed that the finance and marketing were the ones that could actually design the rates and work with consulting actuaries in order to come up with that. Well, I was probably the only math person other than maybe Kathy Bardswick that could really understand what an actuary was saying. Grade 12 math just didn't work. But that's what he wanted to see happen, so the unit was disbanded. So that ended my career really in the actuarial science. I was well on my way to uh, making a change in my career. Ah, you gotta love consultants. Anyway, Dave had picked up some innovative new skills, and he soon had a chance to put them to good use. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I was doing in the actuarial department was microcomputer oriented. At that time, new microcomputers were coming out, New programs were being designed for those microcomputers. There was a program that was a uh, VisiCalc, it was called. It was uh, the basis by which Excel really came about. And some of the stuff that I had discovered using that program was something I would never have thought somebody could create with the computer. So then uh, 
Bill Weaver and Merv Mills said, well, maybe what we should do is design a, a microcomputer project with you, Dave, where you would lead the, the group. And we got government funding to help uh, work that through. And I recruited 10 other staff. And with the whole idea was to get them trained on how to use this programming in microcomputers. We would go into departments like accounting and marketing and finance and whatever else and discover things that we could probably automate and they would actually create that and document and train individuals in those departments. Everybody in the IT department at that time was wondering what what was it that I was really doing? And so there was a little bit of a difference of opinions of things, but uh, you know, soon discovered that this was a very good thing to have. But others recognized that Dave's mathematical mind was really a handy thing to have. So Dave would get pulled into other work. And it was during one of these side projects that he made a life-changing discovery. There was no actuarial department anymore. So I was the guy that went and did this work, right? And I, I actually did the pension calculations for the advisors or agents that were out there. And I would run up to a guy, Burton Lovell, that was in the marketing department. And I'd say, hey, Burton, like, I have a pretty good job. I get paid pretty well for the kinds of stuff that I do. But these guys get paid a lot more. And Burton said, well, they're in sales, Dave. He said, if you really want to get into uh, making a bit more money and having a little bit more freedom of your time, then you can go into sales. So I guess Burton probably got talking with Gene Suffren, and Gene came and said, hey, do you think you might be interested in sales? Let's test you out. So they tested me out, and uh, everything was a, was a go. You know, I have people that were looking at me. I was making the change. And they said, well, it's kind of like we're putting a round peg in a square hole here. I said, well, I don't think so. I think it's just a matter of if you put your mind to it, you make it work. It was the best move I ever made in 1986. But, as is sometimes the case, Dave's initial time as an agent did not go particularly well. The one thing that at the very beginning was it gave me some flexibility with my type 1 diabetic son. I was able to help him, you know, from age 8 till age 12 until he started taking over uh, the bloodletting. I had family members in depression that uh, couldn't handle stuff. And I grew up on a farm. And so with all of that, uh, I almost lost my job. I was not producing well enough. I was looking after family more. It had to, had to change. I had uh, uh, Harry Legree, uh, who was the district assistant, come to me and say, hey, Dave, we got six months here to change some things around. So I had to pour my nose to the grindstone and away it went. While the cooperator's focus on wealth is relatively new, Dave was a bit of a pioneer. He was really excited in 1998 when he was able to start offering mutual funds. You know, like, finally, I got into something that I really enjoyed and grew the book on that piece because, you know, I'm dealing with all the clients on everything else. I might as well deal with them on their investments too. Uh, not to say that the SEG funds weren't there, but the mutual fund opportunity gave more variety, more opportunity. And the opportunity came uh, in that in taking business away from the banks uh, because banks were not looking after their their clients. And uh, so that was kind of a turning point as well in 1998. So 1995 was the SR4 contract. 1998 uh, was the mutual fund thing. 
and then uh, and then executive builders uh, just continued after that without any problem. And of course, in a career of that length, Dave saw many advisors come and go, but a few stick out in his mind as being particularly special. Everybody talks about Bob Cattell, and I can talk about Bob Cattell from here to the cows come home. Bob's personality and his abilities and his work ethic are amazing. He is a frickin' train. He can, he can really build relationships quickly. Uh, Warren Schnorr. Warren Schnorr and I are probably very similar in our approach to things. Uh, the Johnson boys, they're, they're full of fun, man. <laughs> they're, they're amazing. Joanne Seurat, oh my gosh, Joanne. I can remember s- sitting in a meeting with Joanne and the questions that Joanne would come up with, nobody in the room would have even thought about. Joanne has this ability to really look at the client and the risk and say, what's missing? So that's to, to name a few key people. And they all did well because of their personality, their drive, and their ability to get to the nuts and bolts of how to help a client. A tool that Dave found to be invaluable during his career was a book called Strength Finder 2.0. That Strength Finders 2.0 book is amazing at categorizing who you are. Like I'm a responsible achiever, analytical arranger, relator. I use it on all the people that I'm going to hire as to find out what their personality is. It gives you the top five of 35 different strengths that people have. I would say the enlightenment of that one book has helped me a lot with staffing as well as understanding myself. And if you understand yourself, the more you understand yourself, the better off you are because then you can understand why you do things the way you do and uh, why others do different things than the way you do. It's actually putting a label on something that you might find frustrating or annoying, but it's helpful because then you know how that person thinks to be able to get them motivated into something for themselves to be more. It's just they need to know that and then you help them along to get to that point. And finally, I'd like to share something Dave told me when I pointed out that his agency was one of the most successful in cooperators' history. Going into this business was a risky venture for my family because, you know, it's, it was a change, right? Change is always risk. And, uh, and I always wanted to make sure that the risk would pay off on something you built. And sometimes... People will say when I say what I'm going to say is that, you know, Dave, you just don't give yourself a lot of credit. But I've had a lot of help along the way, and it has been a very good run. It's not to say that I am very appreciative, but there are things that you look at out in society that you said, shit, I maybe could have done something even more amazing. There's always so much more. Dave's right. He doesn't give himself enough credit. A 45-year career in insurance, a member of the President's Club, and hundreds of satisfied clients, of which I'm one. Anyone who knows Dave knows that this isn't the end. 
but it's just a new beginning.